You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Brothers Turbo. And welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen Wine, and with me, as, as always, is Todd Stark. I am. How you been? Good. Good. It's very humid out. Yes, it is. It's, I felt uh, like I wore the air inside. Yeah, yesterday was nice, despite being cloudy and kind of dark and dreary, but at least it wasn't hot. I know Today is kind of making up for that. Today is hot. It was hot at lunch, and then I went out at after work yesterday, and it felt awesome, Like, but it looked like it was going to be a tornado, and I mm-hmm. think there was one. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to jinx us or anything, but I haven't seen a tornado around here lately. <laughs> One did go through the mid-state last night, but hmm. not here. They usually go but right through here. there. There used to be a barn back there. I can, I can believe it. row of trees. It's just like this is Tornado Alley because it's so flat. Yeah. I guess I, I kind of look out because I'm on a hill, but, yeah. you know, they said that about Nashville, you know, there'll never be a tornado in the middle of Nashville, and then look what happened. Tornadoes don't hit in the middle of the city, mm-hmm. but it did. Yeah, that's nature's way of saying "fuck you." I remember that man. It was like a, it was like a movie. Mm-hmm. That glass fell out of the yeah. damn building. It was stupid. We had nothing to do then. We didn't. I was playing Battle Toads. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I think it was at work. I might have been at work. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't either. So, what have you been playing? I played a lot this week. Would you play? I've almost, almost done with Detroit Become Human. Kind okay. of been bouncing around. Then I played um, Captain Spirit, Awesome mm-hmm. Adventures Captain Spirit, which we'll talk about later. Yes, definitely. And then I played, um, started that game you told me about last day of June, mm-hmm. which we will also talk about later. We will talk about <laughs> it. So we're, my stuff was actually important. Okay, yours probably wasn't. Well, I bounced around two. Okay. Uh, played some Fallout Shelter because... I, oh, I played that too. See, there you go. I like that game. Yeah, I just... Uh, I played it when it was on mobile first and mm-hmm. kind of got into it for a little bit. And then I, I think I hit a wall to where I had done everything I could mm-hmm. and said, well, I guess I'm done with this game and just stopped playing it. Well, I noticed that they added new things to this version and I thought, what the hell? I'll go back and check it out because there are new things that I'd never done before. I, didn't, I never played the mobile version. They added like the missions where you can go out on missions yeah. and stuff like that. That's new. Those are pretty so cool. So I thought, all right. So I've been kind of going in and out of that um, like you would a, a mobile game. Yeah. That's what I like about that. I come home, I turn it mm-hmm. on, I go and I get everything going about five or ten minutes, then I cut it off. Yeah. That's pretty much all you got to do. Just yeah. set everything up. That's that's why I like that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, play the two games that you mentioned. The aforementioned uh, Last Day of June and The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, which we'll talk about later. Uh, I also got to try, and I did this briefly, I was I had an invite to a beta for Rapture Rejects, which is the Cyanide and Happiness Battle Royale game. Mm-hmm. And it did not kind of grab me immediately, because I guess there's a lot of work needs to be done. Plus, I don't feel like I knew exactly what I needed to be doing. Right. So maybe I just I kind of jumped into it, have the you know had the code, and I was like, oh, I'll just I'll just do this right now. And they were on a kind of a time limit to how long they were going to have the beta open. Right. 
so I didn't really take the time to learn what to do. I just kind of jumped in, and I ran around going, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, so is it the same art style as their show? Yes. So I don't know. Does it work? It I, does. It just, But again, I feel like not really knowing what I was doing. Right. I just kind of was twiddling my fingers going, I'm just pressing buttons. Maybe something will work, and nothing's working. So... Well. I don't know. It just it didn't work for me. Plus, then my name that I used, yeah. my Twitch handle that you know, demonic, uh-huh. <laughs> went through a profanity filter and said this is profane. And I'm like, how the hell is this profane? Uh-huh. So I even posted. I was in their Discord and I said, so tell me exactly how this name is profane. And they're like, yeah, we're working on that. And I was like, okay, good, because that's ridiculous. There's nothing profane about this. Yeah, it's just one little. Period in her home spot. Mm-hmm. So I tried different uh, other types of names to see if they would work. And eventually I just got desperate and I said, fine, I'll just type in SW1 there. And it worked. <laughs> <laughs> that, what if that was said that was profane? Then I just wouldn't have played because that, I just, I almost quit because it was just getting frustrating. I was like, I'm not going to sit here and tr- try to figure out a name all day. So when I did that and it said, cool, but what was funny, again, showing how much of a beta it was, is when I got done with the first match that I had, uh-huh. my name had changed. Said I was somebody completely different. I was like, all right, I think I'm done for now. Ray Ray. Ray Ray No, I was bye. user 2374. <laughs> See, like, I have apps that do that. Like, mm-hmm. I'll have my name, Sharky231, whatever, and I'll go into it sometime and I'll, it'll be the user, a bazillion numbers, mm-hmm. user whatever. And I'm like, I don't understand that. Why does it yeah. do that sometimes, but then sometimes it don't? I don't know. I just, I was done with it. Okay, now explain it to me, though. Like, is it a first-person shooter no, kind of thing? No, it's like or? a diagonal, top-down kind of shooter. Uh-huh. Uh, Dead Nation? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Perfect example. Is it twin sticks? Uh, Well, I was kind of using the keyboard. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. You're playing just, on a computer. I, I felt like I needed a controller because the keyboard just wasn't having it. I hate using the keyboard. I know a lot of people love it and they're like, oh, I miss my keyboard and mouse. I'm like, I, I can understand where it could be good for certain games, but there I wanted my controller. So, but I didn't set it up for it. I didn't, I didn't mess around with it too much. So I'm not, I'm not bashing it at this point. It's a beta. I just didn't give it enough time. So I just wanted to kind of bring it up that I did get to try it out for a moment. Right. Uh, and then the other game I played was the infectious madness of Dr. Decker, which I, I don't know, know if you've played that. It's a full motion video game where essentially it just takes place in the office of a therapist. Mm-hmm. And you're the therapist. The guy you took over for had been murdered. So you're trying to not only take over his patients, but you're trying to figure out who in this lot could have possibly murdered him. Mm-hmm. Because that's one of the clues that have has come up is that maybe one of his patients did him in. Right. So you go through, I think it's five different days talking to these people. You have a certain selection of patients you actually talk to on a daily basis. And then you have a few others sprinkled in who just kind of seem to be optional or random. Yeah. It's like they don't come back. They're just kind of here and there. And as you talk to them, they all have some sort of weird psychosis that kind of makes them seem like they could easily be the person who did it. And you have to kind of dig through that. It's like, are they dangerous to to the point where they would have caused harm to him or are they just dangerous to themselves? I think they're all dangerous. To a point. They're, I won't say they're, they're all they're like... 
what what is he a psychiatrist? Yeah, they're there. That's true. If you go to there, you're crazy. <clears throat> but it, believe it or not, I think I played it over the course of two days, maybe somewhere between four to six hours through mm-hmm. a full full playthrough. I think, and I feel like I don't, I didn't quite hit all the right notes for certain things. Like I just pressed them on questions. You know, I was like, right. Ask this, ask this. There was a point toward the end where I almost asked a question to one of the characters that almost seemed like I was accusing him of murder. Right. And I was like, I'm not going down that road yet because that seems like I'm pushing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to do that. But when it came time to trying to figure out who did it, because after all the questions had been asked, you're kind of given, okay, take your pick. Who do you think did it? And based on everything that I thought I knew, I Pick correctly. And I have heard that it's not always the same person every time, which also makes yeah, for a very interesting. Fair. But that does make for an interesting no. game. You just you play, play it one time. It. No. You only play it once. Then you can play through multiple times. No, you don't have to. It's you a game who of who done it. It's Clue. That's right. Like if you if there's only one person every time, you don't have to play through it anymore because it's done. You know who did it. You're done. But then Next there's game, no replay value to it. There's no, no there's no <laughs> such thing as that anymore. Well, there could be with this. It I could mean, be honestly, fun. think about that replay value. But see, but no, th- I mean, think about it. So if I told you who the killer was, and you played through, you'd know exactly who to look for, right? So but I probably see, wouldn't play it. <laughs> exactly. But if you don't know who the killer is, if I know the who my killer was, your killer could be somebody different. But you're the only one I talk to about video games. Okay. So I know you would never tell me. So no, I'm not going to tell you. It's kind of like last day of June. I I like the game. I thought about getting it. Mm-hmm. You actually come to me and tell me, hey, I need to play this game. I'm like, yeah, funny thing, I was going to get it. But you never told me anything. You just told me little things here and there that I might want to know about it. Mm-hmm. So anybody else I would talk to would probably tell me the end. That way, I would only have to play that game one time, and I could get rid of it and go to the next game. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> anyway, no, I, I kind of enjoyed it. I thought about doing it for a review, but there's really not a whole lot of substance to it other than just kind of an interactive movie, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really feel like there was a lot to go into. It's a good acting, you know, good little story behind it, and it does kind of keep you guessing because when it came time to figure out who the killer was, there were just hints. You know, little things that you can just kind of pick up on and be like, you know what, that person's acting awful squirrely. I, I'm I'm pretty sure that's who it is. He's like the android in Detroit Become Human that keeps I, I guess so. And none of the others really gave any kind of indication that, yeah, I did that. Or, yeah, I could have done that. This person seemed like they had something they were being shifty and hiding something. So it's going to do that every time. So now you But know. with who? But I, I'll tell you, the thing is, how many patients are there? All together? Uh-huh. Uh, ten? So you know it's going to be one of them. <laughs> Maybe. It's I, you know what? I will say this. This is not much of a... I don't feel like it's a spoiler because somebody else could have done this. I think I made a guy kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't do it on purpose. There was a guy who came in there and he was talking about how he felt like he... Like, I think his story was... He could tap into other multiverses. Uh-huh. So by doing so... I would have pegged him as the killer right then. Well, I mean, based on his story, you could probably think, yeah, all right, this guy's a little off. And then he killed so himself. He, he said that he could... You know, he made a winning off gambling 
because he could always tap into the luck of all these other multiverses or something like that to where he could just always guarantee that he was going to, you know, win a roulette table on black or, or on 11 or something like that. He had huge theory on it. I don't remember all the details, but he was offered by someone else to play Russian roulette and he was going to do it. So he's like, what do you think doctor? I was like, you know, I don't really know if you should do that. And he just kind of got pissy with me. And then toward the end, I was like, fine, go do it. You know, (laughs) I was like, if you think it's good. And he's like, good, let me show you a demonstration. He gets up with a gun. I'm like, oh shit. And then you hear bang. And I was like, all right. (laughs) And then it's the last I saw of him. He definitely killed himself. Possibly. So, you know, I didn't do it on purpose, but I was, I was trying to encourage him. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> go go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Don't you do just the don't best do it you here. Can. Yeah, don't do it here. All right, let's get into some news. Are you let's ready for it. some news? There's not a lot. Well, uh, I've got some interesting news. I'll just say that. I won't say it's a a, a lot, a lot, but uh, there's some interesting there's little, some little sound bites here about. and there. Yeah. All right. First thing, we got a quick update to the story we covered about the lawsuit against Epic Games by Bluehole. It seems that this lawsuit has been dropped. Yeah, but this. what's interesting is that there's no reason that it's been given. So I, I'm, I'm kind of curious, why did they do that? Now, I will say that um, I don't I honestly don't feel like they had a leg to stand on saying right. that the, the lawsuit was because of the Battle Royale model or whatever. What I do feel like they had a leg to stand on at doing some research on this after all this kind of came out. I found out that Epic Games, and I guess this should have been apparent... They are the creators of the Unreal Engine, which PUBG runs off of. Mm-hmm. They claimed that they took that idea from them as they were developing it and then kind of turned it into their own little game. I feel like that right there is more of a leg to stand on than the Battle Royale model. To a point. You know, like the a- funny thing is, before PUBG was even a thing, they announced Fortnite. Sure. But it wasn't this. I mean, I guess you could argue that it's a lot like in uh, Hollywood. You see two of the same movies coming out. Like you've got mm-hmm. your, your, what was it, uh, Volcano over here, and then Dante's Peak over here, right. Armageddon, right. and then Deep Impact. You know, there are two movies that are almost identical. I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, okay. One of them, they blow up the thing. The other one hits the earth. Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, it just, Epic has kind of had their share of, lawsuits over the years so they kind of seem like a shady operation to begin with that's just me but they're making all the money now so yeah who knows uh next thing i've got is there was a report that popped up last week that was suggesting that uh by 2022 analysts say that the entire video game market will have gone digital i don't buy that well, the report shows statistics that physical game the, the physical gaming market is slowly shrinking every year mm-hmm. and that there are even indications that show the effect has it's been having on retailers such as GameStop. Now, not only that, but with the increase of the subscription service models becoming more and more common, it doesn't seem that far-fetched to believe. The question is, will publishers and developers actually allow it? Because I feel like they would have more to lose in a way. Yeah. I mean, if you're only digital, I I can't play you here. Mm-hmm. You know, my internet's so bad. Not everybody has good internet. Right. So I couldn't get games that I want like on day one. Mm-hmm. Kinda, I would have to wait 
two days later when it finally downloads, you know. And I think that's something they'd have to keep in mind. Now, granted, if they felt like the digital market was taking more of a hold, then maybe cut down production of your physical copies, but mm-hmm. still make them available. Right. Because yeah. someone out there is going to need that versus mm-hmm. the digital copy they can't get their hands on. Yeah. I mean, GameStop, if you want to keep doing games, you're going to have to start getting into something else. I've, I even read a thing that said they were getting in, they're going to get into comic books. Uh, yeah, it's actually something I had listed oh, yeah, so <laughs> on my, on my yeah. noise. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious about that too, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Uh, next story I've got, which is, uh, I don't know, this is it's troubling to think about, is a former neo-Nazi actually jumped on Reddit to make people aware that there are white supremacists using games like Fortnite, Minecraft, and Call of Duty to recruit members to their little club. Essentially, the recruiters will track down young players, kind of hit them with a particular line of questioning that will intensify if they kind of think that this kid's kind of on their level, and then if they get them hooked, they'll just kind of continually push it and push it. And considering these are kids they are more likely to go along with it if they feel they're being marginalized, and especially if these guys convince them that they are. Right. So I guess that's really not much of a story, more of a statement. Just, you know, be aware of what your kids are playing if they're playing online. Yeah. You know, this is a possibility. I remember when PlayStation first started, people, guys were using it to get little kids, you know? Mm -hmm. I I say guys. Most of the time it's a a guy. (laughs) Yeah. Just be aware. Just be aware. That's all I'm saying. Uh, next story I've got. I've got a few downers here. Uh, most of the gaming community is pretty much familiar with the visual novel Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, it's the cutesy little anime style game. It's got a deep, dark secret buried underneath. Is it Doki Doki Universe kind of stuff? That's the same thing? Mm, I don't know. What is, what is that? Oh, you don't remember that game? No. <laughs> It's like beginning of PlayStation 4. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think that's connected in any way. Okay. I, I don't think wondering. so. No, this is, like I said, some cutesy little school gore. Skir- I'm trying. There's the words problem. It's your brain doing yeah. that. Little schoolgirl, you know, anime. Where they're just all happy. And, what? You know, all that. So I'm that not doing that sound? again. No, I'm not doing that again. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway... <laughs> The game is back in the news, however, for reasons that are really not good for anyone. Uh, there was a 15-year-old boy that actually died back in February in the UK for reasons that I would assume were suicide. However, if you actually look at a lot of the news stories, they never specify suicide, which is kind of weird. You'd think that would be something you'd say. No, you know, in the UK, right? Yeah. They might be against saying that because, like, they... I, I hear there was a study they said like the more they talk about it, the more they happen. Okay. So well, then that might, that might explain yeah. it. I don't know. We'll have to get our UK brethren to, to back us up on that and tell us. Uh, the reason this is being brought up again since that was back in February is because the coroner in charge has decided that after a thorough investigation into this case, they are under the assumption that Doki Doki Literature Club had a hand in driving this boy to his death. How in the hell? I don't know. Uh, right now, they have absolutely no evidence to back this up other than the fact that the boy played the game. That's it. The, he breathed, He took a breath, too. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was Him breathing killed him. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious to see how far they'll actually get with this to to actually pin, pin it on the game because 
from what I've seen, again, I've never played it. I've seen bits. It does kind of go into dark places, but to a point to where it would drive a kid to kill himself. I don't buy it. I just, that's a hard pill to swallow. But again, some people are not all there, but I don't know about this kid. I'm not going to speak for him. All right, it's time for some quickets. Quickets. Someone leaked the main villain of Marvel's Spider-Man. It's Dr. Octopus. I'm not going to say it. I'm just letting people know someone spoiled the villain for Spider-Man. Oh, I haven't read it. I'm so just... I'm angry, but I'm, I'm, I just, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Let's go. Cool. So, uh, there was a, <laughs> anyway, uh, a sequel to Super Seducer is launching this September on Steam. Do you remember that game? I, that's the one that had the you tried to pick up the girls, yeah, and it got kicked off a of PlayStation. Yeah, so it's I would love to play. It's that currently game. now a Steam exclusive, so because of that, we get it on Steam. And they kicked it off of there too, didn't they? At no, one point. I don't think they ever did. I don't think they technically ever did. But it talked about it, right? Yeah, because okay, there was, was concerns of it being, you know, too. Steam doesn't care. Valve doesn't care. <laughs> They've already said they don't. No, they don't. Uh, so, anyway. Yay, a sequel. And they said they're going to look at uh, new things like interracial dating and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't, gonna, uh, well, yeah. So just, just to let you know what to look forward to. You, they're going to be like, you want to date this dog? Mm-hmm. That's going to be on there. <laughs> That's part three, though. Yeah. Uh, Amy Henning left EA last week. I s- Actually, they said she left in January. Really? So yeah. they're just now telling she's everybody. She just now got around to talking about it. Okay. But apparently she's starting her own independent studio. Good. Yeah. But they I said that the that. Star Wars game's kind of on the shelf. Well, I'm not surprised. That's like the fourth. Is that not like the... I feel like it's the fourth Star Wars game that's been... Yeah, there are, there are quite a few that abandoned. got... Well, it's not abandoned into, yet, but I would say it feels like it's... It's, it's not going to be what it should be. No. If they ever pick it back up. Uh, casting for the live-action Netflix series of The Witcher has begun. I don't know who's going to get cast, but it started. I wonder who's going to play Geralt. That's going to be the big... I think that'll be the biggest casting decision Brad they Pitt. have. Oh, he won't do... Oh, he is. He would. No, he would Adam wouldn't. Sandler did it. Adam what Sandler's if, a chump. Who got, what if... Don't say that. I, like I will. Adam Sandler. I don't like what if Adam, Adam Sandler plays it, and they turn it into a comedy? Gabba, 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 did the witcher. Just like that. I don't, I don't know what you said. <laughs> That's what Adam Sandler would say. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would. No. Don't talk about him like that. I'm going to talk about him I like that. I like He's him. A, well, you can have him. I want him. I'll I don't want him. him. He's on my team. Anyway, but as we know who gets cast, we'll let you know. I'm sure you'll know before you hear our Clint podcast. Clint Eastwood would have been perfect back in the day. Just in case. Do what? Clint Eastwood would have been perfect back in the day. Back in the day, but yeah. he's old as shit now. Yeah, but they should let him play Geralt's daddy. Does he have a daddy? No, I don't think so. I'm so just, just throw it in. He wouldn't do it right anyway because it's just out of his wheelhouse. Man's uh, real no, He fickle. could be Walt Kowalski. Probably, yeah. Kowalski? 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 Uh, what is his last name? Kowalski? Kowalski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Kowalski? <laughs> Uh, Telltale Games is considering Stranger Things and Black Mirror for its new games. Okay, Stranger Things would be great. I would love to play a Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never watched the show, but I have this feeling about how it. It just. I, I think know, I guess from what I understand about the Stranger Things is season one when you look at the just the cover art for the stuff and mm-hmm. the pictures, 
it feels just like it looks like yeah. an 80s kind of am i right when i yeah. say that yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and uh i want to play a game that, that's in that universe mm-hmm. I, I i think black mirror would actually work as well i've never actually watched it but from what i've heard it's kind of you take a story and then it kind of goes in this twilight u- zone universe mm-hmm. kind of steps to it so right. whatever season it's based around it's based around some idea so if they did something like that, just take the concept mm-hmm. and then just work it over five episodes, yeah, it could it could work. Uh, so I'm I'm I interested. Think you could probably tell a better story with that because mm-hmm. you don't you're not grounded to one thing. Like Stranger sure. Things, it's I guess I guess they could do that. They could just do another adventure that they mm-hmm. go on. Something's happening. And there's always seems like there's something in the background. From what I understand of that show, yeah. it's not always what it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I what about, especially I if they just, could. Flip it and make it about video games in some way yeah. to really mess with the audience. But before they even think about it, I want to see uh, um, what was the uh, wolf? What's the what, Wolf Among Us? Wolf two. Among Us Two, mm-hmm. and I want to see the second season of freaking Game of Thrones. Okay, well they've said looking into right now. Well, they don't even need to look that way. <laughs> they need to do these. Well, we games. know they're they're doing Wolf Among Us Two. I don't think where they're going to be doing a Game of Thrones. Why? I just they left it just hanging. I know, but something tells me they'll never. Come I back think to they'll it. do it again. Uh, I, I will say this though. Did you hear this? That uh, they said that the the whole entire season of The Walking Dead's final season will be out by the end of the year. I did not. I did hear him say that. Good. It's about time. So I just wonder how true it is. Did he misspeak when he said it, mm-hmm. or did he was he telling the truth? Because it was at E three. You know. Well, if they don't, then he'll just pull the Trump and say that's not what I said. That's not what I said. I'm gonna get the mm-hmm. video and show yeah. you. No, that's not what I said. I didn't say Fake that. News. You just heard it wrong. Fake, fake news. Uh, well, as you said earlier, you kind of ruined this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm doing no, it's this okay. today. It's uh, since, ever since Wizard and Warriors, dude. That's okay. GameStop will be selling comic books soon. Yeah. I'm curious about that because there's still talk of that buyout. So, well, see, I wonder if it's not as much as a of a buyout as it is. Hey, financially help us out. Yeah. For this, you know, because I feel. I, I mean, I'm not saying getting into comic books is a bad idea. No, I think it's a good thing. I don't feel like they should call themselves GameStop anymore. Well, I feel like that kind of say GameStop. I don't care. That's they've already got that name branded, you know. Yeah, so. but that's video games. I don't know. They yeah, already no. do collectibles. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, if if they do go into comic school, that'll be a comic shop closer to yes. where we <laughs> where Thank we God. are. I got to go to Rick's. Yeah, I haven't been. I, I've got to go catch up. I got about six Walking Dead's. I got to get. Mm-hmm. They ain't gonna all be there, but I get the ones I don't get. Uh, That's why I went digital, man. At huh? least I can keep up. I know, but I got to hold it in my hand. I know. I, trust me. Trust me. I know. I'd rather have it in my hand, but Love it just it. the you get behind, man. You just say, "Screw it! I'll just no, do it I this won't. way. I'll it's convenience." Go I'll go get them. And that was actually a question I posed. Hopefully, if people have gotten this far, maybe they haven't seen it. I posed this on our Twitter. Physical or digital, based on that story we just talked about. I guess I should have brought it up then. I want people to vote on that and let us know, because I'd love to have that poll come back and we talk about it next week. Right. What I mean, what do you think? You know, do you prefer physical? Do you prefer digital? And then see how that goes, and then we can kind of see if it's true. I like a good picture of both. Yeah. I mean, there's some big games that I don't want to put on there. I like saving my hard drive for the the little games, you know? Mm-hmm. I know my hard drive's eating up with the big games, too. Everything goes on your hard drive. Oh, yeah. Now. I mean, I, I go through phases where I delete stuff, but still. Yeah, but you still got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else we got. The Sims 4 new seasons expansion 
will allow your sim to bang Santa Claus. How about that? <laughs> I mean... If you want to. Is that something that people are... I Ask guess so. I didn't realize. I want, a, I want a Sims where I can bang Santa Claus. Now, if you're going to do that, at least let Santa Claus impregnate someone. That way you can have a magical baby. I know. That would be, you know, interesting, right? I don't know what's happened in The Sims. Start, I haven't played it since the first start one. sticking presents out. This is insane. Yeah. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> oh, having a baby. Now it's a present. No, it's a present. Oh, it's a pacifier that I'll use later. I'm coming back out later. Not right now. Every month, it's a new present until, until the baby's born. born. Wow. All right. Now let's just. Uh, <laughs> a new statement from Bethesda said that multiplayer in Fallout 76 is not what everyone will be expecting. I don't know what that means. I I think that I don't know. Like when you think about um, multiplayer like that, you mm-hmm. think about I guess like player versus player kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's more, maybe it's more co-op. Perhaps that's what I'm guessing. It's more like, hey, work together. You're not always against each other. You can choose to be against each other, but it's not. And there's not a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. I think there's only a few dozen people in each server. So you think about how big that place is with just a few dozen people. Yeah, I don't see it being overpopulated. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. We'll see. But how many servers do you got to have to do that? No telling. Uh, and finally, Sean Layden answered a little question about crossplay by saying we're just looking into the possibilities. Yep. That's about as coy of an answer as you can give. Well, you know, I, I dug into this a little bit this week. And I think that the big deal is, it's honestly, it is about money. Mm-hmm. It's, they have the biggest shareholder, you know, of the market. Yeah. So, anything bought through Fortnite on the PlayStation Store, Sony gets a chunk of it. Mm-hmm. You got 80 million people buying stuff from your store. You got double what everybody else has together. I mean, like, I mean, yeah, they're not even close when they're adding them together, I don't think. Yeah. So, and I don't think they're going to budge. They might. But I really think that they're like, we're getting ready to jump into the next generation. This really ain't. Do maybe it's something they'll consider for the next, next time. generation yeah. whenever they can figure out the logistics where it's beneficial for them. Right. Just like everybody else. So maybe we'll see. Because, you know, I still don't understand this. Is like the, everybody gets mad because you can't take your Epic account over to them, right? And, mm-hmm. and use whatever you've bought, skins and stuff like that. Because that's the, the big deal, you know? Yeah. I kind of feel like if it is the Epic account, that should make the Epic account should go over. Yeah, but you're wanting your everything that goes with it kind of go with it uh, too, like what you bought on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't go. Yeah, and I could see you keeping your levels and stuff like that. Yeah, that should be able to to stay there. But and maybe you can unlock things that's on the Switch. Mm-hmm. But I, that's <clears throat> I think that's the big problem. I don't know. I don't play it, so yeah. I don't have that problem. I don't play it either. I mean, I don't see the draw to it. Uh, a lot of people love it, though. Yeah. Well, going back to uh, where we were talking about Fallout 76 ever so briefly, um, we've seen all that, you know, Bethesda threw out there for the trailer, and, you know, everyone's seen it by now, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Now, if you haven't, 
there's a song that plays in there. It's a cover of Country Roads from uh, John Denver. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you've heard it, you might might have dug it, and it might have been stuck in your head. So uh, if you did, if you really wanted a copy, you can nab yourself a copy, all while doing something very awesome in the process. Bethesda is going to be releasing the cover version of the song on Wednesday, July 4th, so this Wednesday, mm-hmm. on iTunes, and every dollar made from the purchase of that track will go to fund Habitat for Humanity. Good. I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. Song is kind of catchy, so uh, you know it might not be something I would listen to on a daily basis. But you can't get it. But no, I can't. Well, I could. I just got to download the iTunes on my phone. Can you put or, iTunes on or your not? Phone? Not on my phone. On my computer. Yeah, I can do it on my computer. Uh, so I wouldn't mind purchasing it just to help out the cause for for all that. So if not for the song, do it for the cause. Yeah, I thought that was a, a pretty cool deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing I've got is uh, in what can only be described from my perspective, as an attempt to profit from the Pokemon Go craze by using everyone else's favorite thing, AMC and Next Games have announced The Walking Dead Our World, which is an augmented reality game where you find and fight zombies in the real world. Nah. By which I mean your phone. Right, which means I'm probably going to play this. I know point. you will play that. I know. I'm going to. This is going to be the Pokemon Go phase yeah. for you. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm just going to turn it on and check it out. Bullshit. I'm you not going to play. play. You'll get you it. Will you'll, never, you will never. It's not get... like Tetris Blitz, which I scored a million and seven hundred and eighty-four thousand points today. Boom. You know, I should ask Greg over here if you know there would be a time that you would go outside and just start running around the yard chasing a zombie. <laughs> Greg, would I ever have my cell phone out chasing a zombie? Yes. Damn it. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> anyway, the game is being touted as the first of its kind, which sounds wrong, but it will allow players to explore the wastelands of The Walking Dead through your phone, leave your mark within the game world for other players to find. See? How awesome is that? It that does is so sound, much better than Pokemon Go. Cool. I might do this. You see me back here running to the fence. You can <laughs> have... into the fence, too. Interaction with other players, and even the ability to recruit characters from the TV show. I want Rick immediately. Now, the game is slated to release on iOS and Android on July 12th, so it's not far off. Nope. Does Next, it cost money? Uh, that I don't know. No, if it's going to be it. like Pokemon Go, then no. There will probably, probably be um, in-game, purchases. in-game purchases. I would rather them charge $3 and I'll just yeah. pay for it then. I uh, got one Truth or Trash. Just, just one. Just one. There wasn't there wasn't a whole lot. Uh, yeah, there wasn't. Um Snapchat's gonna add games. Okay. That's probably truth, but I'm gonna go with trash because okay. that is trash. <laughs> Fair enough. It's gonna have worm. Yeah, because what can you do on Snapchat as a game? I don't know. Did you do face games? Kind of like that know. stupid crap they did on that Walking Dead game. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> All right, some weird news time. Weird news. So, uh... Does it it involve sex this week? Dude, I'm telling you, four out of five weeks it involves sex. Okay, so... The anatomy Mm. of video game characters Mm -hmm. seems to be important, right? Yeah. At one point, we were talking about the massive cleavage, or even a lack thereof, in a female character. Mm -hmm. Then we were talking about Luigi's massive bulge. That was just wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, 
Gamers are wondering why, why Solid Snake has no ass in Super Smash Brothers. I'm not joking. Because didn't he does, didn't he look like he did from Metal Gear, like the first something like, like that? Yeah, that whole graphic wise, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he had no see, ass in that game because he was blocky. Well, some eagle-eyed gamers, you know, the guys who have nothing better to do than look at video game footage no and what whatnot, they noted they did the model comparison from the new Smash Brothers to Super Smash Brothers Brawl, to where in Brawl he had this round, luscious cheeks that just kind of stood out. And then in this new game, he just has a flat washboard ass. Is that honestly what you thought about his ass? No, I'm just trying to give the the listeners, you know, a a vision in their head. You know, because how else would you describe it? I don't just know. I think you'd hit super it. Super round cheeks. I think you'd hit it. I did not. I think you would. Okay, maybe. Super Smash Brothers <laughs> all on Snake. Anyway, I'm not sure why this is important to people, but apparently it was important to David Hayter. Who is the long-standing voice for the I character? He said, uh, "He well, he said something on Twitter and then created the hashtag Free Snake's Butt." <laughs> there was another fan uh, hoping to solve this mystery. He commented using a screenshot from Super Smash Brothers Brawl, where Otacon is telling Snake that Samus's arm cannon is so powerful that if you get hit, you can kiss your butt goodbye. Baha. And he got hit. Must have. That's what happened. Yeah. It's a sequel. <sighs> Stupid people. All right. Uh, next bit of weird news. Shaq Fu is out. Yeah. If you recall, we I mentioned... Re- I don't know if you remember a secret character we mentioned. Was it a Barack Obama? Well, if you let me get through it. I said this last time. Did you? Yeah. Well, it's been officially announced. <laughs> it's not a rumor anymore. <laughs> And he's not exactly a playable character in the sense where he, you just kind of play him in the game. Yeah. He actually has his own adventure. And this is only right now available for people who played the or paid for the physical copy of the game. Right. You know, I guess everybody else is going to have to wait. But the the name, the title, do you know the title of no. the, the game inside the I game? I Barack Fu, The Adventures of Dirty Barry. <laughs> Dirty Barry. Here's the official description of this bonus game. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna try to put in a voice for it. Some fool has been icing celebrities and he ain't slowing down. When the fuzz can't crack the case and the private dicks have no clue, Dirty Barry gets the call. <laughs> Jet to Paris and even out of space, battling crazy bosses and their mad minions as the ex-POTUS, on notice, dispenses justice for all. That sounded so much Barack Fu, The Adventures of Dirty Barry. Dirty Barry. Coming soon. Dirty. Uh, I think they just call him Dirty in the game. What's up, Dirty? What's up, Dirt? <laughs> dirty. Dirt? Or they can just call him Burry. Burry? Hey, Burry. <laughs> uh, now, it was also, like I said, it's a timed exclusive, so eventually other people will get to play it. Just Dirty Barry. Only if you bought the... I uh, hope that his final boss is against Donald Trump when he fights him. The fact that they did this, if they didn't do that, I would be surprised. Oh, it would be awesome. Hey, you uh, have to get away with that. Speaking of... I don't want to get too political. I just I just found this humorous. I heard... Uh, do you know Penn Jillette from Penn & Teller? Uh-huh. Have you heard how he describes Donald Trump's hair? No. <laughs> Cotton candy made of piss. Made of what? Piss. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just have found that to be hilarious. That is perfect. Mm. Uh, that's that actually was what lost him the uh, the apprentice. <laughs> Saying that, <laughs> I forgot he was on there. Yeah. All right. Anyway, guess what time it is for everybody's favorite buying show. I wonder if Gary knows. I mean, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, Greg. Greg, if Greg knows, that's amazing. Do you know, Greg, what time it is? <clears throat> time for everybody's favorite segment. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> you like Fallout? I love it. Okay, it's a fun franchise. Uh, yeah, some part of the fun is kind of seeing the insane creatures within yeah. the the world and uh-huh. everything like that. Yeah. What would be? What would you say is your favorite creature? Uh that was. Creature or like like robot wise and everything. Well, I'm, uh, I guess more like the uh, Outland or the Wasteland creatures. You're talking about like super mutants, mutants and whatnot. Yeah, the, those kind of enemies. Super mutants are cool. I hate them when they come. Mm-hmm. They're they're real cool. Like especially when you hear them talking. I've heard them say some crazy shit when mm-hmm. they're fighting somebody. You know. <laughs> but those are those are probably the coolest ones. What about Death Claws? Those are yeah. I hate those, but. But I mean, design wise. Design wise, they're cool, but okay. I hate them. But I I still I like. Superman. Well, we're, we're focused on design here because I think it's a pretty badass looking creature. So how would you like to have an incredibly detailed high-end statue of a death claw that stands 28 inches tall, 41 inches long, hand-painted, and crafted with polystone resin to perfectly encapsulate the terror that is the death claw? I, I wouldn't have any where to put it. You you wouldn't just wipe off something. I mean, we could put it right here on this table, like right here. I think it's forty one inches long. You can put his tail right in your face. That's almost four foot. I know. (laughs) And he's about two foot tall. Mm -hmm. That thing ain't gonna sit on this table. Well, we could just work around him. We just he's gonna be this long, stare over this tall. Mm -hmm. That's big. It's pretty awesome. How much? Well, (laughs) if you want it bad enough, just think about it like this. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna work you into it. It's an exclusive release from Gaming Heads. It would be incredible to display. You can impress your family and friends. But you know what would impress them just more than that? Just the, the statue it itself? It costs $1,000. It costs $1,000. God, no. I wouldn't buy that. No? No. Uh-uh. What if you had money rolling in and you could spare it? Oh, man, if I could spare it. And I had a place to put it. Yeah, I'd buy it. But I ain't just like going to buy that. <laughs> Special thing. The moon got I mean, it up. looked pretty cool. The moon's got to line up with one of the moons on Saturn. And the sun's got to shine from that point at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I'd be in the right mood. Then I would go buy okay. that. Well, I guess that's no buying today. That's yeah. the only one we got? Yeah. That's all I got. Damn it. I know. There wasn't a whole lot to buy this week. Read it again. What? No, I'm not going to read it again. We got other stuff to talk I about. Do, I want to do one more. No, we got we got we got to move on. Move right now, on. we're going to move on to our topic section where we're going to do a little discussion about the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. Yes, that game now, won my heart. Just full disclosure for everyone listening, uh, we're not really doing a review because, in all actuality, if you really want to get technical, it was listed as a demo, and I would have to agree that that's what it was. It really yeah. kind of just introduced you to this character. It was a good demo, don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, it was excellent. For a demo's sake, I mean, hell, it could have been only 30 minutes and then be like, well, that's all you get. No, this was at least a good two-hour long demo, depending on how you played it, I guess. Yeah, and I disagree with thorough. you about one thing. We'll talk about it in a minute. Okay. But it's still technically a demo because once you get to the end, it's like, well, 
that was it. And if you want to play more, you're going to have to buy the game. And understandable. But right. this is a... That's that's what I thought. Yeah. I felt like that. But this was like, for the little section you played, mm-hmm. I mean, that thing could have lasted. It I bet I played for an hour and a half. Yeah. You know? If you wanted... I mean, if you... Are trying to be thorough. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to take you a little while because you've got to do some digging. I mean, to learn everything. Yeah. It took me a minute to figure I out. Oh man. What, the thing that I thought was coolest was when you found the map, right? Mm-hmm. Like I started, I went through the tunnel first before yeah. I found the map. I actually seen it before I went to the treehouse. But when you're crawling around in there, that pile was not like that at all. But in his imagination, it was. Yeah. It was. I could so remember being a kid and stuff like that. It felt yeah. so much bigger. And you go back and look at the day. It was a bucket, you know, mm-hmm. something small. And that—that that was the beauty of that game. Is how it was all about his imagination. Yeah. Because for whatever situation you're in, even how they presented stuff, mm-hmm. I really loved. Where one minute you thought he was using his powers. Or right. like you thought he had powers and then be like, nah, there's a little sleight of hand over here because yeah. something triggered it or he's, right. he's, you know, maybe his hand was off to the side. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I, I opened up the garage door and he was holding his hand up and you're like, can you just do that? And then next thing you know, he's whipping out keys out of his pocket and I'm like, you clever little. Yeah. yeah. That he was had good. The, the garage door mm-hmm. open. See, I never found the keys. I went into the garage on through the door, yeah, and it, you know everything was stacked up, and I found I never opened the padlock. Um, I'd like to go back and figure it out because figuring out things in that game was cool. That one, it it should have been apparent at first when I saw it because there was a number that I noticed once they started talking about his dad and his sports obsession. I was like, "There's got to be something here," and then that's when it clicked. I was like, "All right, yeah." The phone was what. That one was tricky. That oh, one no, was... See, now, I never did that one. Yeah, that, that one will take you a minute. Now, what about flying the spaceship? Was that one cool? And where the hell was the spaceship? Oh, it was the truck, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, it was essentially him, again, going in his mind right. and trying to take on his evil arch nemesis. But I guess in any given situation, it's not a great adventure, you know, much larger in his, his imagination right. than it actually is. So. Better like the water heater, too. Yeah. That was, that was a good Is it yeah. kind of like that? Kind of, yeah. Pretty much that in that was way. Excellent, dude. I felt, I felt every fear that that little kid had. Because mm-hmm. I know I went into a room when I was little and it was dark and it was something about it always scared me. And you had to kind of battle it to get through the room. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's how I, I, he pretty much felt like that. Yeah. I think and that I think that's the charm of the game is how they encapsulated being a kid. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. Yeah. So if I mean I would I would love to see this as a much larger game, but I'm I'm going to be confident that Don't Nod is they have a reason for doing it like this. There's a there's a larger story at play in Life is Strange 2 and they possibly had this idea and I was like, "You know what? This would be perfect in the game, but maybe Maybe it makes the game too long, so we don't want to get rid of this. So here, let's let the people try that out. I hope that it's just a continuation of this. I would like to see that because there are a lot of questions I have. I don't feel like that his mother is connected in any way to the characters of the other game, but there are connections. Yeah, so I'm wondering about that. Yeah. The one big connection, of course. Mm -hmm. Without spoiling anything. Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious. I don't know. But... 
My dad's a piece of shit. I'll say that. See, right that's now. where I, I disagree with you. Okay, go ahead. I disagree. Explain that. He he does have troubles, but I think just by how his son acted to him, towards him, he mm-hmm. loves his dad. Even when you found those one things, and it was like the the grandparents wanted you to come live with them for a mm-hmm. year, and he's like, oh, "There's no way I'm leaving my dad." I feel like there's a bond there. Now he does have a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like any of that stuff at the very early in the morning stages was he was trying to be his friend. I think they're. They're buddies, but he has a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. And he never came off as a douchebag. He just came off with somebody at, yes, he can act like an asshole, but he was a drunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. But That's how I feel. A drunk can be an asshole. And- oh, yeah, yeah. He definitely, <laughs> yeah. He the Towards the end, you've seen it, but that was an awesome part, too, with how the you had another conversation with the neighbor mm-hmm. that just... It took you out of... It's, it's almost like you got to be a kid for that whole game and then that little kid had to grow up for that second. And yeah. you felt it. Mm-hmm. So, But I never I never felt like he was... I guess how you described him. You know, like he was real douchey and couldn't really... Yeah, I just... I guess I've had... I've, I got a problem with people who act like that yeah, <laughs> in yeah. real life. So when I see it on a... You know, presented however, it's just like an immediate screw this guy, yeah. you know. So, and I think what got me was the reason, like, I felt the same way at first, but I felt like I don't really feel like he's trying too hard to do it, and he don't, he's not connected with his son at all, because I felt that kind of connection. But when he, when he said, there's no way I'm leaving my dad, mm. I knew right then, I was like, well, him and his dad are close. Even though his dad's got problems, they went through this big, this big thing. And everybody seemed like, you know, you start finding stuff about his background and what what had happened with his job and mm-hmm. stuff, and you start thinking, man, you know, a lot of us could be like that. Yeah, perhaps. Oh, it's just a real deep game for what you played, just that. Little yeah, part. just just for that little bit. So, uh, I feel like the only complaint that I would have was sometimes I didn't feel like I I don't want to say that I want my hand held while playing a game. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it just felt like I was wandering aimlessly around the house trying to find something. Right. And it was just kind of like, what am I supposed to be doing? I know you had that, that piece of paper that tells you all these things to do. But right. But you had to go find the things yeah, that correlated You with never really had a guide of any kind. It was just right. like, there you go. Figure yeah. it out. And you're just like, all right, what am I doing? I thought, but I mean, it, there was a beauty in that part. Yeah, and that's, that's why I don't want to complain about it too much. Yeah. It's just... It was a slightly frustrating. I don't want that the whole time. At one point, I, yeah. I don't want it. To, I, I like the. They didn't hold your hand in Life is Strange one at all, mm. but they did give you those subtle hints. Yeah, that helped you just in the direction. Now, I don't want a game that that like how Captain Spirit was wander around, do whatever you want, just kind of like your own little sandbox, do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Here's your the little tiny clues. Um, I don't want that the whole time. No. But I do love that story, what they've started. It's definitely interesting. So uh, I guess we'll find out when is September? Yeah, September what? Uh, I can't remember. Do you know what I just realized? Okay, when does Spider-Man come out? September September 7th. 7th, right? Mm -hmm. The next day, I leave to go to Walt Disney World. (laughs) God, (laughs) screw you. I'll probably stay up all night and play that game. Well, I mean, I guess you have an opportunity to do that. Yeah. And then you'll just be driving asleep. No, no, I'm flying. Are y'all flying? flying? All right, good. 
Yeah, I'll sleep on a plane. There you go. I ain't scared. You ain't scared? Dirty Barry. Well, good that you get to play it for a moment. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I know when I come back, you'll be like, oh, I done beat him, got the platinum. And did you see the secret feeling? <laughs> it wasn't who they thought. No, I doubt I'll have it beat. I'm very thorough. No, I'm just saying you'll have it beat in a week. Nah, I don't think so. You will. I'll soak up every inch of it because once I platinum it, once I'm done 100%, that's when I'll put it down. That's what happened with God of War. As soon as it popped, I was like, I'm done. Would you play downloadable content for God of War? Yeah. I would too. I wonder what they would do. I think every so often they should add one of those little side missions. Yeah. I'd go with that. Yeah. Just something new to fight or maybe some part of uh, Norse mythology they don't really plan on using or utilizing in some point. Add about five trophies. Mm -hmm. Let me go in there and get some trophies. It'd be interesting. If you ain't got trophies, I, I'm sorry. I just don't, I ain't going to play you. I don't know why that is. I guess uh, a goal outside of just yeah. enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. Like I love, like I enjoy games, but like now when I start thinking about it. You can get a trophy for my... Captain Spirit. Yeah, I know. That was weird. <laughs> I, I kept looking. I was like, I'm going to get a trophy. And that's a demo. So I was mm. kind of upset about that. I started thinking, well, that's why I'm not going to go back and do everything. Schmuck. Schmuck. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't play my I can't play Mario Brothers or anything anymore. You know why? I don't get a damn trophy. Well, maybe they'll implement something like that. Oh my Nintendo? Achievements. Oh no, that no, no, no. In my regular Nintendo, I will not go back and play Mike Tyson's Punch Out because I can't get a trophy for knocking out King Kippo. You got a problem, dude. I know, I'm sorry. You got a real problem. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go on to some release dates before we get Do into it. the you know, your real problems. My problem. Uh, is your problem. July 2nd, we have Spirit Sphere DX for the Nintendo Switch. July 3rd, Runbow for PS4 and Nintendo Switch. Runbow. Red Faction Gorilla Remastered. Uh, I guess I get it. Uh, that comes out for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Then on July 4th, we have What the Box for Xbox One and Nico Para Volume 1 for Nintendo Switch. July 5th, we have Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor Martyr DLC for PS4 and Xbox One. Awkward for Nintendo Switch. The Journey Down Chapter 3 for Nintendo Switch. Mushroom Wars 2 for Nintendo Switch. Miles and Kilo for Nintendo Switch. Uso for Nintendo Switch. Squid's Odyssey for Nintendo Switch. I got a lot of stuff coming up. All indie stuff, I'm sure. That's all the stuff we played at PAX. Mm-hmm. July 9th, we have Pato Box for Nintendo Switch. And I'm pretty sure I said that this came out last week. Another World, did I not? I thought so. Well, I guess it got delayed, but it's supposed to be out on July 9th now for the Nintendo Switch. So see, that's that subject to change stuff um, I don't yeah. really talk about. But it's there in my notes. I just never bring it up wonder what the delay was. I don't know. I don't know why it would have... I mean, the game's ready. Switch wasn't powerful <laughs> enough. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, Xbox Games with Gold. For the month of July, we have, for Xbox One, Assault Android Cactus. That what sounds amazing. What is that? I don't know. That will be available for from July 1st to, through the 31st. Then we have Death Squared from July 16th to August 15th. Then for the Xbox 360, we have Virtual Fighter 5 Final Showdown. That will be available from July 1st through the 15th. Then Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Conviction from July 16th through the 31st. Hmm. 
Now, on the PlayStation Plus side for July, on PlayStation 4, we got Heavy Rain and Absolver. I think you would like Absolver. Why do I know that name? What, what That sounds familiar. It's, like I've seen uh, it. I feel, I feel like, like maybe I even had it on Steam. Maybe. I don't know. I'll it's have a to fighting look. game. Oh, it's a fighting game? Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, it's like, a, if I remember, if I'm thinking about the right one, it's like a... It's almost like uh, you could have different fighting styles. It, okay, I think there's. It's almost kind of got like a For Honor feel. Like you got to. I don't know. Uh, if they throw a punch, you've got to throw this sort of punch. Kind of mm-hmm. go back and forth like that. I'll have to look into it because I feel like I, I've seen the title so much that it's just. It's been on there. They, it was. God, I think it maybe was, they've done a lot of sales. It's and I've been seen out it. for a while and. Uh, I think it got uh, promoted a lot at an E3. Ah, okay. So, So, it it looks interesting. To get it free, I'll play it. Yeah. Uh, On PlayStation 3, should anyone still have one of those, uh, you've got Rayman 3 HD and Deception 4 The Nightmare Princess. Nice. Then for the Vita, we have Zero Escape, Zero Time Dilemma, which, you know, damn it, I held out for so long and didn't buy that game. And then I did, <laughs> and then now it's free. I've seen five people say that about Heavy Rain. <laughs> and then 12-hit uh, combos, Space Overlords. So there you go. I traded my Vita. I kind of miss it. Well, I never played it, but I, I just don't really none play of it either. I mean, that, that was actually the last game that I bought it on the Vita, and I wanted to play it, but I just, I haven't. You know, I, just, I need to, I don't know what I need to do to, to get into that situation, but I just, I want to play it. So, um, oh, uh, I've got I've got a, a new segment for you here today. A new one, based around game release and release dates. Mm-hmm. I'm calling this. What the hell did you just say? <laughs> These are the names of upcoming PC games that are bland, unoriginal, or insane. Uh huh. And this can be. I think this would be a fun game. So. Uh, let me let me read some off to you. So what am I supposed to do? You can try to tell me what you think this game is. I have no idea. I have no notes. So you tell me what you think the game is about. Okay? All right. Killer Backflip 999. Um okay, it's about a it's a diving game. Okay. And they do backflips off the diving board. Okay. And that's it? Nine people. Nine, nine people. And that's mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pro Cycling Manager 2018. I guess you give... What was his name? Uh, did the Tour de France. What was the guy's name? Lance Armstrong. You give him his steroids. Okay. And you manage him in this, this game. In so you're just managing a pro biker? Yeah. You just give him water. You point the direction to say, go down that hill. You just manage it. Okay. See? It's whatever you think it is. Why would the? Why <laughs> would you play that? I don't know. Fruit Hoop. Hmm. Something tells me this is going to be like Candy Crush. Think so? Yeah, I don't know. What's it on? Is it on mobile? This is all PC. Oh, it's just PC. Yeah, these Can are all play PC. play Candy Crush on PC? I'm sure. Yeah, it's going to be like that. Okay. Homo flimsy. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be about a, a, a human that's really flimsy. 
Okay. Very good. Yeah. John Mambo. That's where John's been. <laughs> he hasn't been on the show. He's been doing a video game. Doing Mambo's. John Mambo. John Mambo? John Mambo. 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 Is it like mm. or Mambo. John, John Mambo? I guess it could be pronounced Mambo, but I'm, oh I'm God, thinking... It's a dancing simulator. I, I'm thinking Mambo, like you dance. Rambo. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what mm. I was thinking of. Okay. It's going to be an action-adventure, top-down shooter. There you go. Point-click adventure. <laughs> but he's a Mambo. He's a Mambo. Achievement Clicker 2020. Yeah, that's... Got nothing? No. <laughs> just click and just get uh, achievements? Like, I guess like a <laughs> mm, achievements pop up and you just close the window. <laughs> okay. Adolescent Santa Claus. <laughs> like these... Why do they pick Nate? Why? I don't know. That's why. Like, okay, that's so why maybe this you're just like you're you're thrust into the role of Santa Claus as a kid. Okay, fair enough. Subway Surfers 2018 Pets versus Police. So you're a dog running from the cops in a subway. On the subway, yeah, you yeah you're running and he runs and he jumps on the cars. Mm-hmm. You ever played Subway Surfer? No, I have. Yeah, that's okay. The Fifty States Quiz. I'm pretty sure it's a quiz about the 50 states. Mm-hmm. You would think. Yeah, but I bet you $100 it's like an espionage game. Probably. Putin land. Divide and conquer. I wish it was about like a big dude that had gas. No. <laughs> it's about Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably. Him and Donald Trump are buddies. Mm-hmm. It comes out July 16th, don't it? I don't know. I didn't, That's the I didn't day they're supposed to meet up. <laughs> uh, epic helicopter. Oh, that's about one hell of a helicopter. There you go. Coach bus simulator parking. So you park Greyhounds. I guess so. Or coach buses. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. You work at a... Uh, you're a coach guy. No, no. You're the guy that parks the buses for all the bands. At oh. a studio, uh, not a studio, but a show. Okay. Big arena. Mm-hmm. 50 bands. You have to park all the buses in a certain amount of time. All right. I mean, yeah. I'm, I might play that. And Depends can, on the music playing in the background. You can combine it with Achievement Clicker. Okay. And it'll tell you something good. You can <laughs> click that. Uh, Outer Space. It's a story about a little kid that loves to look at stars. Okay. Dab man. When the haters dab back. Damn, that's really reaching. <laughs> that is terrible. Dab man. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a motion control game. <laughs> it's VR. Okay. And maybe a man just comes out and just like all of a sudden just dabs on you, you know, and you don't like, oh shit, I didn't see him coming. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Okay. The official gaming Taylor game, Great Job. Man. That son of a bitch said, what do we call this game? <laughs> and they just threw out some names. Yeah. It's probably a bowling game. Okay. <laughs> and finally, I saved the best for last. The Chronicles of Quiverdick. 
Damn, Greg <laughs> liked that one. Greg, do you like that game? Do you want to play Quiver Dick? The Chronicles of Quiver Dick? But what's it about? <laughs> his name is literally Quiver Dick. Okay. Because his dick quivers. <laughs> like his pants. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. That's probably like a really creative game. Yeah. <laughs> probably. It just sounds Quiver terrible. Dick. That's how they say it. <laughs> I was thinking maybe he left his dick in a quiver and he'd just like whip it out when he needs it like a, an archer. <laughs> That could, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that thing is like an arrow. Mm-hmm. Could be. It, we don't know what it looks like. Got that meaty collar. Mm-hmm. Like Darth Vader wearing a turtleneck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the end of that. That is. I like that. <laughs> okay. I really do. We needed to bring it back. We'll bring it back. I'll try. I'll definitely find more crazy games because there are plenty more oh God, just like week. that. All right, well, now it's time for our review section. The big review. All right, hopefully I won't spoil anything for you, but as we said, this is for the last day of June. Yes, no, <clears throat> I don't think you will, and I don't think, I kind of understand. They kind of tell you everything from the get-go. Yeah, I, I guess you'll, you'll find out through my review. But it's I was just, very prompt in, right. in trying to make sure that I'm not overstepping. I don't want right. you to, I don't want to spoil yeah. anything no, for no, you. I don't. And plus, I said that you wouldn't do that, so mm. I would be lying. If you yeah, did so I'm not. I'm not going to do that. So anyway, video games are like an art form. I've said it before. I'll say it again until I can convince the world that it's true. Now, much like every medium, there are plenty of examples to argue the contrary. Not every film or book or musical composition defines a medium's artistic strength, but there are plenty that exist. Video games have only recently found their way into finding a way to strengthen this argument in their favor, with video game developers choosing to tell more personal stories in a way that are best suited for a game. These tales could possibly be adapted into film, but I feel that some of the emotional impact would be lost since experiencing some of these events is more ideal to fully understand them. Just like art, sometimes is not for everyone. The Last Day of June was developed by Oven Sonico. I hope I said their name right. Yeah, I think so. And published by 505 Games and released back in August of 2017 for PlayStation 4 and PC. I feel like it just came out. Well, it recently made its way onto the Switch in March. Maybe that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, perhaps. It was one of those that seemed to go under the radar. Mm-hmm. Now, the story centers around a man named Carl who loses the love of his life one day in a car wreck. Through what I would assume would be sheer willpower, maybe you have a different opinion, or perhaps there was just something else that I haven't considered that could be a spoiler, so I won't say it. You right. Again, something you might pick up on after the fact. Carl attempts to change the events of that day to save his wife, June. In doing so, Carl soon understands that perhaps you can't change fate. Now, in trying to explain how this goes without saying too much in terms of story, I'll focus on the characters within the narrative. Carl and June live in a very tight-knit village, along with about four other characters that we get to see. There may be more people, but we only get to see the collective six throughout the course of the story. The first is a young boy who's just looking for a playmate. He visits other characters, asking if they'll play ball or fly a kite, and he's rejected at every turn. This rejection sets into motion the one chain of events that causes the car wreck. Now, the second character, from what I gathered, seemed to be a good friend of Carl and June, 
who is actually secretly in love with Carl. You kind of see her harboring these you know, feelings and the secret as she's packing up her home to move away from the village. But no animosity is present with the friend in June. They seem to get along just fine. It just kind of comes off more as a missed opportunity in her life. Right. So as she prepares to leave, she lacks any form of rope to tie her boxes down in her truck. Leaving without it could set off yet another chain of events leading to a car wreck. It's at this point you kind of start seeing how this game will progress. The third character is the hunter who's running around the village firing his gun, trying to shoot a bird that stole his metal from his home. His connection to the character seems vague at best. However, if you go and collect all the uh, five hunter's memories, Mm -hmm. something every character that has to collect that you can do, you will get a hint that Carl and the hunter were possibly childhood friends. Right. He, too, is responsible for a car wreck in his own way. And finally, there's the old man who we are first introduced to after Carl and June uh, are sitting around at their house. He arrives one at their door one afternoon with a gift in hand, something that really seems to excite June immensely. Considering how the event around town happens, I did wonder how the old man would actually come into play and being responsible for a car wreck because of the way everyone else went through. Now, at first, it wasn't immediately clear, but then it hit me. And it's because of that reason his chapter is probably the most unique. And I, again, I don't want to say too much as this is something you need to experience. Right. I guarantee you you'll figure out what I'm talking about once you play it. Now, I did mention collecting memories earlier, which is something more of a side quest that doesn't really impact the game in any way. You can so you play it. backstory through that? Pretty much. Good. So okay. you can, I mean, you could play through it without doing any of that or you can do that just to kind of get some more insight um to collect every one of them you're actually going to have to go and replay the character's events more than once so it's as you play through say you open a gate in someone's chapter that wasn't open previously right you can go back and then now that gate's open for that character so you just kind of yeah. interact That's with cool. all these things within their memories and then you can allow that character to go back and find those memories so it's kind of i guess where the puzzle element kind of comes into play but not not to a a great degree when it comes to that right now as playing as each one of the characters um you have to find a way to change the event that leads to their car wreck sometimes in solving one puzzle you may create or even have to create another problem but like any good puzzle a solution will soon present itself and you can figure out a way around it it's almost like you're moving around memories. Pretty much. So, like, the very first time that I I was presented with that, so this might kind of give you a little bit of insight when you go to it, after you correct one problem and you see yet another one coming through, right? your first instinct is like, well, how do I stop that one from without it just happening again? You know, that becomes your mindset. It's like, I don't want to do that again to make this happen because I just stopped that from happening. So, right. uh, you know, so you kind of get stuck on that for a moment and then you realize there's something else you can possibly do that will figure it out. Or maybe you just kind of trust that this will play out the way you need it to. Yeah. So you, you kind of just have to go with it, which again, it's, it's part of the charm of it. <clears throat> now let's talk music. It's always a favorite subject of mine when it comes to reviews. 
The score weaves through emotions from cheerful to mellow to uplifting to melancholy. In fact, the director of the game, Massimo Guarini, I hope I said his name right too, he did. stated, probably not, <laughs> he stated that the idea from the game actually call, came from a song called Drive Home that was written by the actual game's composer, Stephen Wilson. Using a combination of piano, violin, acoustic, and bass guitars with maybe a dash of drums to complement each character and their sequence beautifully, with a minor exception here and there. I feel like the hunter's music was just a little off. You'll see what I mean. He's not the hunter, ain't he just called Hunter? Well, they they don't all technically have names outside of Carl and June. Right. So I say the Her name is June? Yes. Last day of June. Right. See? You got it. Anyway, (laughs) um, while on the subject of criticism, one minor gripe that I had, and again, I'd love your opinion on this after the fact, is there kind of seemed to be some long load screens where you see the little car in the the end right there. It seemed to go on just a tad long. And it seemed like it just kind of bumps you. It takes you out of the game for a second. Yeah. Because it... If I'm not mistaken, doesn't it go to a black screen and do the call? A white screen. Okay, white screen. Yeah, I know. It it just takes kind of. It's almost like you're fading in out of a memory. Yeah. It takes too long and it pulls you out of the game, but I guess I understand why they're doing it. Sure. Uh, So, I mean, that's kind of bugging me a little bit. And in between, again, it kind of happens to go in between sections. And one other thing that kind of bugged me with that is kind of this inability to skip the car wreck sequence. So if you initiate that again, you have to watch it again. And once you see it several times, you just kind of, I don't know, kind of feel like it loses its impact. It's like, right. yeah, okay, yeah, we've seen them crash, and okay, we got it. So that said, should you return uh, to a character that you've already played to correct a problem, you would assume you have to go through the same chain of events. They actually trim that down so you don't have to go through everything a second time, which I appreciated. Right. So if whatever you do with the boy to solve his problem, as long as you know what it takes to initiate it and you have to do it again, you just have to go to that and then it's done. Okay. So I like that part of it as well. At least they found ways to cut corners so right. you're not having to redo everything. Well, I think when you say when you know exactly what to do, the game's work, you can... You can probably breeze through it within an hour and a half. See, I like <clears> that. Yeah. Um, as I say, these things are very minor gripes at best. Um considering like i said it took me about three hours the first time i beat it and that was going through everything the half hour or hour and a half straight through does it have a platinum uh no i don't think it does that's a coin oh gosh you can get over it <laughs> anyway i enjoyed the story enough that i wanted to go through it a second time and i actually felt like it was better to go through it a second time because now i wasn't really worried about the gameplay right let's focus on the story so uh, i would actually share it with people if i wanted to to show it to them i mean it's 90 minutes of their time set them down and say hey check this out you might dig it <clears throat> now one thing i've yet to men- mention uh with in this game is probably its most beautiful aspect and that's the art style yes the landscape is like that of a watercolor painting with the characters leaping off of the same canvas with their abstract and somewhat faceless designs. Now, I've seen other reviews that say they didn't like the style and didn't seem to understand why the characters were chosen to be presented in this way. I felt like they missed the point completely, considering June was portrayed as an artist 
and you literally use her paintings to travel back to that tragic day. It seems like a very clever and inspired artistic choice that complements the idea. Furthermore, another gripe that I heard was the lack of proper voice acting. See, I love that. The characters and the game communicate in a very Sims-like fashion, but I didn't feel like it was doing the story a disservice in any way. In fact, it was the fact that there was lack of real dialogue that allowed the emotional tone of each character to drive the scene. So I felt like that really worked, especially for Carl. When he gets, when you get deeper into the story, you'll understand what I mean, where it really benefits for him. I felt that from the get-go, like when they were on the dock, mm-hmm. the way they could portray emotion through those just a little, just the little sounds in it, you yeah. know. And then, you know, other, the second time it really hit me was when she was, you know, you find out something about her, mm-hmm. you know, pretty, pretty <clears throat> straight on, and there was no nothing, no dialogue there. And, but I, you understand it immediately mm-hmm. because they present it to you so you don't miss it. Sure. So it works. Yeah. As I said, art's not for everyone. Some prefer explosions over conversation, exposition over nuance. There's nothing wrong with that. I enjoy a little bit of mindless chaos every now and again. Just cause three. <clears throat> yeah. I enjoy a little piece of work that doesn't get spoon-fed to me every time at the beat of a narrative. Sometimes I enjoy interpreting what I've experienced and see if somebody else can actually feel the same way I do or even different. To be clear, this game was not critically panned. Eurogamer ranked it as the 33rd on their list of the top 50 games of 2017. Polygon ranked it 38th on their list. It won the Aggie Award for Best Story and was even nominated for the award of Game Beyond Entertainment at the 14th Annual British Academy Games Awards. So, it's not like it's not critically acclaimed. Right. Um, I guess it just irks me a bit when someone struggles to understand a narrative presented unconventionally. It shouldn't, since as I also said earlier, I know not everyone is the same. I guess it bothers me in a way that there are people out there who won't have the opportunity to experience something so beautiful. That somehow their capacity for understanding it is just not there. It's a shame, really. Very few games have impacted me on such a deep emotional level. I've never quite cried in a game, but I've had misty eyes. Yeah. And on my second playthrough, mainly because I knew what needed to be done and focused solely on the narrative, I got misty eyed. You sissy. Yeah. It, It hit me a lot harder. Play this game. Spend three hours learning the ins and outs. Collect everything you can and then come back to it in about a day or so. Play it again just for the story. You think I'll cry? That's no. possible. You, you'll at least get choked up a little. No. Yeah, you will. No. Jenna, Greg will look at me and go, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes, unlike some games, I think some games are just better the second time around. Yeah. And this is one of those. I can't wait to finish it. Like it looks like I told you earlier. Like Tim Burton walked in a room and said, "Hey, do this, this, and this." Yeah, I think that was something I meant to mention here. Is the the art style not only just the watercolor, but it does have this stop motion Tim Burton kind of Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas Coraline, yeah, yeah I style. What my little girl said mm-hmm. first, I was like, "Dad, this feels like Coraline," but yeah. it was that was to me that she was just looking at the eyes. Sure. 
Yeah, there's there's something familiar about it in that way that, that which again makes the art style unique for a video game. Yeah. Now I can't tell you a video game that really has that. No, I can't. So, I like that. I'm excited. I can't, I can't wait to finish it. I, you'll. I, I have no doubt you'll finish it tonight Next if you week, have time to, to actually sit down with it. Next week I will tell you what I thought. Okay. Awesome. Because when you say what have you been playing, I'm gonna say last day of Gene. Mm-hmm. I'm I didn't cry. I did. I'm calling it. I didn't cry. I'm not saying you're gonna get all weepy eyed and be like, oh, "Baby, please just tell me." Now I have. I did. I cried at the beginning of The Last of Us, and I got. I got emotional with that too. So I. I feel like you'll still get emotional here. I think yeah. you will. Yeah, they don't have eyes. I, I can't do it. <sighs> That's our show. Yes, <laughs> we're done. Yeah, we're done. Thank you to all of our listeners and our patrons. All of your support is appreciated and gives us a desire to keep making content. If you're interested in supporting the show, you can go to patreon.com slash pencilandpaperproductions or pencilandpaperproductions.podbean.com. Click become a patron at the top right-hand corner. Regardless of which way you want to do it, we'll be eternally grateful. Also, if you have something you'd like to uh, discuss with us or maybe you just want to say hi, you can drop us a line at supermegacrash at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Twitter at supermegacrash. Listen to this and other shows like Fandom Ultra 2000 on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network, found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. I was Todd Stark. Join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on! This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.